Hello and welcome to the knock on KCLR and scoreline.ie's weekly rugby podcast. Tom Craddy and Paddy Brown joins us this evening. Gentlemen, how are you? Hi, Stephen. Good stuff. Uh, all smiles after last weekend. Anyway, there's uh, wins for the first, anyway, at least uh, in the games. Uh, there was a lot of, I suppose, on shorty going into it. You know, Carlo Atai, uh, Kilkenny, Kildara, you know, after, I suppose, Tom losing out to Kildara the week before. Um, and then Setonians coming down from Dublin as well, Paddy. Uh, nice to get a win over them because he's fighting it out with the big Dublin teams up there. Yeah, we were very glad to get that win. Uh, it was important and it meant that in the table we leapfrogged. They were ahead of us and now we're ahead of them in fourth position and they're going into fifth position. So it was, a, it was an important win, all right. We had beaten them quite well in the first match of the season up there, but they have improved a bit since then and were, uh, you know, climbing, the, climbing up the table. So we were very relieved to get that win. Uh it would say after half time that it was going to be a story of the same old, same old. Um, we went in at twenty-two-eight, and uh, but were, it was a nervous enough lead as, as it proved to be. Um, they started the match better than we did. Usually we start quite well, but they started the match and got a, a converted try and uh, and uh, no, an, an unconverted try and a penalty to go eight points up after about six minutes, I'd say. But the, the, the forwards really came into the game then and really took over and, you know, carried the ball with a, in, in, in a series of drives, which really created two of the three tries. Um, the first one was a, it was a series of thrusts and Paul Canavan, was out half, who was playing out half, um, was on hand to, uh, to, to, to touch down. So, um, and then shortly after... Um, uh, Sean O'Brien, after a similar series of trusts and bursts, uh, was was on hand to finish off another another uh, forward forward dominated scrum, and Martin uh, Stephen Stephen Smith then was sin binned, um, and they had a sin bin as well, Derek Kelly, but Martin Cole went over for another forwards try, uh, just about uh, with, with, uh, on the thirty minute mark. So we, they, they they almost scored another try, which would be a bonus point to try before half time, but they didn't. And um, they, so the interval score was twenty one eight, and um, Sean O'Brien was yellow carded early in the second half. And the man, their man James Booker, the winger, did all the damage. Then he scored two tri- two brilliant tries from far out and broke a lot of tackles, which we would be concerned about. And um, they got to, to within six points of us. Uh, and it was looking quite shaky, and we're, you know, especially after losing big leads to Ashburn and to Bective, and we talked about it last week about sort of was it a lack of fitness or what was the why we're we're totally not finishing out matches. But anyway, they they, fought, they did come back into it then in the last ten minutes, and they had a they had a close in penalty, which it was a hard one to call whether to go for to go for a, a, a fourth try or to maybe put the, make it a two-score match. But, 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 and they decided to do that and took the three points. And that, 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 that's how the score finished up. Um, and Setonians were very disappointed because that also deprived them of even a, a bonus point. So they didn't get a try bonus point or a, a losing bonus point. So, yeah, we, it reversed that trend of losing big leads. And I suppose that was a, that was a relief uh, to us all. So, and the table now, we're, 
we're we're in fourth place on 22 points. See, Point and Monkstown have uh, and Victor there's a bit of a gap there. They're on around the 30 mark each of them. Um, Setonian's back in 18, and the other surprise in our division, I suppose, was the fact that uh, uh, Gory got their first win of the season against Ashburn and put up a good score against Ashburn. I did know feel the day we played them, they had the the the, the, the seemed to have turned a bit of a corner and the, the, they were very well up for that match. And so obviously they. Yeah, they got off. They got off the mark last week, and um, they're still back at the table on ten points, and uh, Wicklow on thirteen, and Ashburn on fourteen. So there's a five-week break now, and then there's a three, a three, a three-match block, and we'll need to take something out of those if we want to sort of stay safe. And um, effective on the thirteenth of January, and followed by Wicklow and Ashburn both at home. So you'd like to think we'd get something out of those, one of some of those anyway. Uh, the other. A thing I think, which is an interesting aspect of going up in the fourth place, that uh, we now I think we'll get a buy in the first round of the Towns Cup. I think it's the it's the top four teams in in Division One A get a buy. So, but that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. Maybe the extra yes. cup matches is, is often a, a good thing. But uh, uh, the senior teams get a get a get a their, their second teams also get a buy because of their match schedules. So that was the, the the first the round of the first, and as I said, glad to get back into winning ways after after losing a few matches. We felt we could have got something out. We we won the last two. Our seconds had another very good win. They're really flying. Uh, a, a very even match against Monkstown and the Tullow one twenty or against Sea Point and Tullow one uh, twenty seven. 18. Sorry, I should have said Sertonians. I mixed up. I have a note here and it says Monkstown, but that's obviously a, a clerical error. But they won 27 18 in a very tight match. And we have a very young second team now, um, and all lads who come up through the 18s. And it's good to have that. And some of them are pushing pushing for the pushing the first. And we assumed a few of them are them for the first last week. So it's, it's, it's good to report that. The uh, ladies had their first loss of the season, uh, going down 17-12 to Barn Hall after an incredible run of results. They're still top of their table, but Barn Hall, I think, are only one or two points behind them, so they would be the main threat there. But it was it was in it was in Barn Hall, uh, and they lost 17-12, so that was a, at the end of a long run. Uh, underage teams then, we had a, a good run of... Run, run of results. The under thirteen boys beat Dundalk forty one twelve. The under fourteen boys beat Longford forty three five. Uh, under fourteen girls, Tom. I think the match was suspended with a frozen, a frozen pitch. Yeah. Our, under fifteen boys beat Kenny twenty five fifteen. Under sixteen boys, the match conceded by Longford. Under sixteen girls had no match. It was just a rest week. I think Tom again. The under eighteen boys. Uh, after having a few losses, got back on the horse and was great. They beat Eden Derry 24-10. And the under-18 girls, the match was postponed as well because of a frozen pitch. But um, wins all around for, for all the the, 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 the the matches we did play. So that that, that was good. And as I said last week, the, our, our junior section is, is going really well. And most of the teams are on the top of their, their table. So nice, nice to report that. So... That's the overall, apart from the ladies, it was a, a successful weekend for Tullow and uh, we're looking forward to the break now, uh, even though it's a long break, but we, we, we have a fair few injuries. Adam Johnson, who was really our form player this year, um, broke, dislocated the shoulder playing for the college last Wednesday night uh, or, or Wednesday week. So he, he actually will be out till the middle of February and he's a, a huge loss. Uh, Colm Gorry, was out as well as was Aka and was Jordan Laburn. So we're hoping that some or all of those will be back come 
after this break, uh, which will, will be, will be they're important players for us, so good to have those back. So that's it, Stephen from Tullow. Absolutely good stuff, uh, Paddy. Enjoy the break, I suppose. It gives the lads a chance to mend up. Um, Tom, you went uh, to face your nearest and dearest, the tie. You know, last week we spoke about it, but, you know, what way was it going to go? Is there confident enough at the moment, I suppose, and everything, which has got over the line, but right at the very, very end? <laughs> oh, well, it was an un- unbelievable cracking match. Absolutely cracking match. Um it was a, a game of, you know, we're, we're anticipating a, a ding dong battle from the start because like we had gone over uh, to a tie and as I said before we went over lads just come back from the come back from the World Cup trip and you know uh, just weren't clued in and uh, we got an absolute kicking over there in the first in the first game first game of the league so everything was to play for from our point of view as. Um, as if we had lost, it would have been basically an eight point. We would have we would have been down eight points off the off off um off first could have been eight points off first place. So um it was a, a massive 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 game for us. So it it off. We gave we got off well. We got a got a good forward try, and put us put us five nil up, and. Then we had a really, really superb back move, and uh, Johnny Crosley. Um, geez, he, Keep he, it he, up, Carlo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, just got the ball at, at the right angle and uh, shot through under the post and put us twelve. That put us twelve, twelve nil up. Um, then Ty came back with a try. So at half time, then it was, it was, um, it was. Uh, 12-7, then Ty got a penalty in the second start, the second half, Craig Miller got, got a penalty, then it was uh, uh, 12-10, then Miller got we gave away another silly penalty, Miller kicked another one, so we were uh, we were down 12 uh, 13-12 then I think it was in about the on the seventieth minute or just over that, uh, we got a we got a penalty, um, slotted, then slotted it over, and um, that put us uh, what was that fifteen thirteen? That put us fifteen thirteen ahead. Um, at this stage, no, that was the seventy fifth. Sorry, that was seventy fifth minute. Uh, Ben put us ahead. Uh, then they kicked off. They kicked off the ball to us. Uh, we gave away an absolutely ridiculous penalty, and uh, Miller, who I thought was on farm, missed it. And I thought, yeah, game over, this is brilliant. And uh, we kicked off the ball, gave away a penalty. Miller slotted us through the post, and uh, that put us 16 15 down with two less than two minutes to go. Uh, so at this stage. We thought, oh look, we just go for the two minutes. Kicked off the ball with one or two plays, and uh, they gave away a penalty. And Ben Crotty slatted the slatted the ball from somewhere around the between the ten meter and, and the halfway line. Yes, he's earned his Christmas uh, dinner this year, Tom. Yeah, well, he um, that's twice so he's done it to Kenny and done it to um, done it to a tie. Um, and Ben was actually. Uh, in fairness to him, he had um, 
he had been he'd been actually dropped this week and was on the started on the seconds and played in the first half of the seconds and then came up and came off the bench to to score a winner so uh he was uh, ecstatic but look there was uh, some phenomenal performances well, still not the polished article but look We've been getting win. We've been dragging out wins and coming back in the last in in games that we wouldn't have. We haven't done it, and you know, and in another year, in other another season. So like we're we're really really happy with the performance of the, of the players. I said, look, it, it, it's our accuracy in certain areas. Give away a couple of silly penalties. Like we played, we played twenty minutes of that game with fourteen men. We had two yellow cards. Uh, a tie played the full the full eighty with. Um, with the full 15 so we had two yellow cards uh one for a high tackle and i can't remember what the the, the second one was just uh i can't remember what the second one was but uh, like so we played we as i said like we played um we played 20 minutes that game with, with 14 men um our lineups was superb young joe brown again i think he stole five or six lineouts um from a tie um a couple of really good, really, really, really good games from uh, Ian Atkinson. Uh, Dan Crotty had a good, really good game again. Uh, Owen Edgel was uh, really up for the game. Owen, Owen got injured actually last season. He um, he broke his he broke his hand playing the tie in the tie and missed the whole missed the whole second half of the season. Left so he was uh, delighted to be back uh, having having a go at the tie again. Um, look, a really good performance across the board. Even the even the bench that came the bench that came on, Evan Gordon and uh, uh, Ross Bourne, Paddy Rogers, all those lads came off the bench and uh, played really really well. So it, it, we're delighted. It has put us in a good position, um, in a good position in, in, in the league now. Um, like we're only we're only two points off a tie and four points off of Kildare at the top. So. Um, you know, if we had lost that game, it would have been a totally different story. So, uh, as I can say, it was a couple of short of a strength on um, Saturday night to celebrate that game. Uh, the seconds, uh, unfortunate. The second started off really, really well. Uh, we actually thought the way we were playing, we thought that oh, no, 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 no. Thought it has. Um, but uh, a tie turned around then, and a, a tie turned in the second half. And... Uh, they ended up being 33-20 winners. Um, they're a good, it's a very good at tie second side, I have to say. Probably the difference between the two sides is we've been rotating an awful lot of players because of um, not much, just the amount of players that we have had and, you know, up training and a lot of young lads back. And we're, you know, if guys are training week in, week out, they all, you know, we've been trying to, trying to rotate players and, and probably to our detriment at times because, um, we lost a bit of cohesiveness in the second half, uh, especially when we took we took off a couple of players who had to bench on the first. But look, it is what it is. They're um, they're still a good side. They're still in the hunt. But uh, we know they get back. We'll probably have to settle get the team settled down a little bit more. Um, just unfortunate because there was only a point between ourselves and a tie. So we're going to have to. We're probably going to have to rely on on. Um, on other results now, you know, so but, uh, it's a bit you can say it, Tom. You're relying on Kenny to try and beat a tie. We won't, you're, you're allowed to say it, you know. Yeah, well, you've done a, you've done a, a fair few favors at the moment, so <laughs> we can't, we, we can't say anything. 
just a couple of people I wanted to mention on that second team play that had a really, really good game this the weekend. Um, Harry Forbes, Steve Tracy, good game. Um, ben, as I said, had a, had a great game before he came on. We had um, Mark McDormand, who was home for the weekend, actually filled in at the last minute. And uh, he was home from England as a superb player. Um, Mark got a Mark came on the second half and had a storm, but not, not enough to carry the team. But uh, look, they're a good second side. I have to say that they're a good second side. They'll uh, they'll have their chances again. Um, as I say, we might have to rely on results like uh, Kenny with James. They'll do us a favour, so hopefully. Uh, but look, I we're in a good position. They're, we're very very happy at the moment. Uh, with the I think. With the amount of players that we have t- turning up training and putting the effort in, even on even on Tuesday night, like you know, Tuesday night after the game, we had uh, a, a decent training session with good numbers. Like the Southeast final to look forward for against uh, Ennis Garthy J ones on the thirtieth. So we're really, really looking forward to that. It's in Carlo, and um, we have the Southeast. Uh, J1 final and the Southeast J2 final and the under 18s uh, Southeast final as well, all in Carlo on the 30th. So, um, a good day, a good day's rugby ahead of us. Uh, the youths, uh, youths actually had poor weekend. I didn't get to, I got to see kind of two of the games. Uh, the under 16s lost out to a really good nice side, uh, just beaten in certain areas of the park, but. Uh, they're a side that's in, that 16s team is a side that's improving like they they've gone from from kind of a a, a mediocre team just kind of as a, as the coach said it was kind of a social <laughs> social team a year or two ago but they've really really got themselves together and you can see potential they're they're a team that are going to develop over the next couple of years and and uh, I'd say by the time they get to the 18s uh, they'll be a, a formidable a formidable side coming through and sometimes you just have to blood players and they get they've a lot of new players coming in this season, and uh, it's good to see the you know, the really good coaching group there. The under 18s lost out to Bine at home. Um, again, very young side, an awful lot of last year's under 16s on it. Uh, were probably a little bit out muscled in the end, but um, they're another side that's really, really, really starting to, to. You can see the difference. They've massive numbers of training, and they're enjoying the rugby. And um, there's an awful lot of potential there. For you know, for teams, for the team to progress, they're developing week in week out. You can see that they're how they're improving. Um, there's a, an awful lot of of good young talents on that 18s team. A uh, couple of games then were just called. were called off. So the rest, other than that, with no girls' games, Paddy said earlier. So, but look, we're in a, we're in a happy position at the moment across the board. So. Fingers crossed now, youths, this couple of youths games this weekend. So hopefully they'll have uh, a couple of wins and be happy. That is all from the Carlo. Thank you, Kilkenny. Good stuff. And on to our friend in Kilkenny. Uh, good win over to Lara James. Yeah. <laughs> You're lucky to have me, lads. We had a bit of, a, we had a bit of an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> Came in the front door and I could hear water. And I said, where in the name of Jesus is that coming from? So, got it sorted. Anyway. Two lads. We know. Yeah, uh, rugby wise, <laughs> rugby wise is unbelievable. Like, I mean, um, we went up missing missing couple of lads, um, but still went up fairly strong. Along the way, 
still went up fairly strong. For anyone who's watching, my young fella's annoying me here. Um, but uh, <laughs> we we went up re- strong. It was an absolute humdinger of a game of rugby from start to finish. Um, I think they went. I think they went. They went ahead, and then after that, we just kind of took over. Um, our scrum pretty much dominated, barring one scrum penalty in the very first scrum of the game, which I think was only the referee making a statement on the first scrum, and they went to the post, put it over the bar. Um, after that, we dominated the scrum, Conan Dunn went to full 80 and had his man beat up a stick. Um, Rob Kelly had to go off, but um, it just worked well on the day. The lineup was superb. Um, but it was the way we played the game. I think Tom, you said last week, if you tear into Kildara and tear into them from the get-go, they weren't. They're not able for it. And I'll be honest with you, they weren't able for it. They didn't like it. They didn't like when we went at them. And Joe Manuel was his usual self. He was playing number six, and he just hit everything that moved. Um, and I don't think they they liked it all that much. And there was a little bit of niggle in it. Um, some of the niggle was instigated by us, but predominantly it was by themselves, you know. And we just, it was just one of those games where everything went in our favour and everything that we touched went right. Um, Hugh Corkery was golden off the tee. Um, but the first try was in about, I think, about the 25th minute for us, Joe Emmanuel, um, off, a, off a driving mall. In fairness to Kildara, they didn't con- con- compete, they stayed down. And they stopped us initially and they drove us across the pitch, but then we just got a straight drive and Joey went over the line. Corkery knocked over the conversion. Um, Kildara kind of came back at us again. I think they went ahead. But um, the winning try was scored by Lyndon Brannigan and it it was as good a score as you'll see. Just the way we put the ball through the hands, the way we went through the phases. Everyone was looking up, scanning the pitch to see where the gaps and spaces were. And um, we went through two phases on the left, brought it back right, and um, then we brought it back to the left hand side. And Wes Carter, Ned Devlin, um, did very well, fed Lyndon Brannigan, who had a lot to do to go over in the corner from about 15 yards out. Uh, two defenders coming across the pitch at him who were touchline, and Lyndon just went for the corner and went over. And um, I suppose then he drained the conversion as well, so that made it kind of 21. 13. Um, we had a man sin binned as well for it was kind of silly stuff, just repeated penalties, kind of high tackles and things like that. Then in the last couple of minutes, Kildara had a chance. Um, penalty to them. More bit of silly niggle from them on the ground. Penalty reversed. Their man was sent to the sin bin. We went back up the pitch. We didn't get a score, but we got out of that zone. Then they came back at us again in the last kick of the game to get a penalty for a penalty to try to get a bonus point, and their kicker put it well wide. So there was great celebrations at the end, not only for the fact that we won, but the fact that we stopped them getting a bonus point too. So, you know, I think that did the league a big favour in context of kind of putting us back in the mix, but opening it up again for kind of a tie and and and, and the chasing pack, a tie Carlo and ourselves, you know. So. It was a it was a great win. Wonder wonder where like we're chuffed with. I've it's been a while since I walked away from a game that we've won with such a smile on the face, you know, because it was sweet. Because I, I I genuinely believe they thought they were going to hand us our asses on a plate, you know. So we did very well. And I'm talking a little bit. 
how would I say, a little bit um, hostile here, but I think it, it, it was just that type of game that needs that type of commentary, you know. Seconds just did well. I mean, it wasn't as it wasn't as it wasn't the win that we would have or would have been expecting for the seconds against Kildara. As you said last week, Tom, they seem to have gotten their act together at seconds level, and they have a team out now. They're not kind of pulling 11, 12, 13 lads to go to a match. They have a fifteen and a few subs. So it was a good game. We probably didn't get the scores we deserved in it, but I think they won. We we won at thirteen three, um, but it was a great game of rugby. Just the lads kind of went at it. Uh, Martin Lahey came back out of retirement again for the second or third time. So I'd say Doc and Stevie Ashmore and Stevie Talbot will be looking at him at some part of the season after Christmas to win with the first as well, just to, 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 um, to hand some cover to, 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 for some cover. But again, for the seconds was young, that young Barco there, he's only playing rugby, I think, six weeks, and he's one of the stars of the show for the seconds. Um, Robert Boyd, Martin Lahey, as I already mentioned. For the firsts, it's very difficult on the first to just go back there to pick out any player who stood out over one another. But you'd have to look at our back three of, of Lyndon Brannigan, and Ned Devlin and Tristan Leffers. They kind of led from the back and they were doing lots of cover and tackle, receiving lots of kicks from, from, from um, lots of kicks in the backfield and they did really well. The two guys in the centre, Podge Mann, it's great to have Podge back, Podge Mann and um, Hugh Corkery in the centre. Jake was at 10 and... Um, Stephen Atkinson was at nine, so kind of a little bit more stability in the back line. Um, great win, puts us back in, puts us back in contention, opens the league up, as I said. It's great to win the year on that front, or to end the year with kind of wins for firsts and seconds away to a strong club at the moment. The women finished the season, they had a very strong win away to Wanderers in, in, in Dublin. And um, it was great for the girls to finish the season again on a high. As I said last week, they went four, four losses on the bounce. So to go to Dublin and get that win, it's just important for them. It just kind of steadies the ship towards the end, uh, coming into the new year and then um, kind of gives them something to focus on. So from that front, it was great. Um, youth rugby was a bit of a quiet weekend because all of our home games were called off. The pitch was badly frozen last Saturday morning. As uh, Paddy mentioned, the under-15s um, had a loss to Tolo. So it was kind of a quiet weekend. But look, we'll get back into the full swing of things this week. So... All in all, it was good. We're meant to have a um, club party tomorrow, but that's been postponed because Christmas party just because of player availability. We were going to be doing an overs versus unders game, but it's been pushed back to the following week now. So look at um, happy enough with happy enough with everything as it went, and um, look forward to the new year. Absolutely. Um, I apologize. I didn't get yeah. through my notes tonight because I uh, because I had a flood when I got home. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to do it off yeah. the cuff there. I know you're grand, James. Well covered. Um, no, it's a great chance to get the to get a couple of players to heal up over the next couple of weeks. Um, is a this break, a longer yeah. break than normal? Is it? I think so too. Yeah, it's five weeks, so I think it's I think it's longer than usual, isn't it? Yeah, it was normally one more round. I always thought of Division One A games yeah. before Christmas. I thought they went on a week after. Yeah, because I forgot to mention too. Yeah, I forgot to mention too. Uh, what James reminded me, he said about the pitch has been frozen. Our our three uh, G was in big demand last week because we played both our matches on it, and uh, then Nice were playing Buccaneers, and they came down and played it at five o'clock in the evening after um after our two matches. So uh, the the three G stood up to that pretty well. 
Absolutely. I'm going to have um, to jump now, lads. I have to get these kids finished. So <laughs> I leave you alone. Take care. We'll talk to you in a few That's weeks. Life, James. Thanks See for James. jumping in. Thanks, William. See you, James. Thanks to James for jumping in there on the on the podcast to give us an update on everything. Kenny, lads, um, the logo stuff's wrapped up. Should we spend a few minutes talking about this weekend? We're recording this on a Friday. We're coming into Champions Cup weekend. Leinster, I suppose, our own or our local province, so to speak, uh, got out of jail against Connacht. Um, it was such a messy, weird sort of a game. Um, but uh, Leinster got over the line in the end. But Connacht were pretty good. Yeah, Connacht really showed the score three superb tries and took their foot off the pedal a little bit for the final. I know the final Leinster try was a superb team try, but you know, I think uh, did did Connacht take the foot off the pedal or go into defensive mode after getting those two tries? There were superb tries. All three Connacht tries were. It's great to see it and to have a new three G over there as well, which suits the style of play they're playing and. Hope they can, hopefully they can do it against. Is it Bordeaux they're playing at the weekend? Yeah, so, Bordeaux, uh, Bordeaux tonight. That's tonight, yeah. So that'll yeah. be they'll be up against it there. But uh, uh, you know, there it's a home match, and hopefully the the, the the crowd will lift them again like they did last week. I never saw a crowd as quiet in my life at the end of the match, and understandably so. Oh, they, were, they were stunned into complete silence, and you'd feel you'd feel so sorry for them. They were so such a good crowd of support oh. all through the match. I'd say they were absolutely gutted. Absolutely. That's a terrible Just like a tie last week, Tom. Just like a tie supporters last week, I'd say. Oh, yeah. Un- unbelie- unbelievable. Absolutely. Yeah. Crowding, breaking but, hearts again. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was, um, I, I, I think Connacht's rugby is fantastic. Their, their, their style mm. of play is, is, is really, really good. And, I think they use their players very well. Um, the ability to their their handling skills are superb. And Bundyaki is back in the, is back in the centre. I think he's back tonight. Well. That's yeah, fantastic. So that's a massive gain for them. Massive gain to have him back. Um, yeah, and handsome got his best last week, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's, just, he's a he's a class act. Um, yeah, I think Leinster Lens, uh, were Lens were really really good. Um, the, they're not they're, they're not firing off all cylinders. Like they, they could be really good in patches, but they're not firing a, a, on all cylinders at the moment. Um, no, no, I and that was I thought, thought you, I thought the Van Burn was, was poor, and he's he now starting again. This he's starting this weekend, and Mister Frawley's on yeah, the bench. Yeah, I, I agree uh, with you. Right? I would prefer I'd, to see Frawley I'd, dis- I'd be very disappointed because I really thought that um, they would have given Kieran Frawley the 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 chance at ten for this one. I think they're going over to play. Uh it's a bit of a weakened uh Lara Shell side. I think Leinster are actually going in really favourites of this match. Um, Rogers up in the stand. Lara Shell has Yeah, he got another week's ban. Uh and he's getting really peeved over there. This is just the fourth official seems to have something against him in a lot of matches. <laughs> uh, but they're missing a good few. They're missing uh, Aldrich and uh, a couple more from those still haven't come back. So 
Eddie Turner isn't Yeah, Oyster Van as well. He's gone as well. They're missing a couple and they're also mid-table of the top 14 this season. So they're not having, they're not, they haven't had a good start to the season. Uh, I know, like it'll be Leinster coming to town, and but uh, I, I probably might still give Leinster the edge. I know they're missing a couple of players, but I think I think I'd like to give Leinster the edge on this one. I really, I really am disappointed that Kieran Farley didn't get the start at ten. Is but, is there yeah, any word, that's, Tom, that's privately a, coming through contacts in Leinster about why he's not being selected? Is there any words going around about that? Or? No, because anyone I, I don't know about Paddy and Tullo, but anyone that's switch on that, but I mean there's no I mean there's nothing coming back. Everyone here is kind of I there's a lot of lads in Carlo kinda of have a soft spot for Kieran because we know him because he played he played where the lads played it's against great. him, um, you know, and for scary and scary's in the final and stuff and we saw him at the very start of his career. Um but uh I he was absolutely was brilliant against Munster, wasn't he? And he, like he, he was pushed in there against the odds and not having prepared for that match, and he, he nailed it. Like he was every bit, of, in yeah. my opinion, very nearly as good as Crowley that night, if not as good, you know. And I, I agree with you, Tom. I'm disappointed he's not starting as well. Harry, I don't think he's playing as well as he played a couple of years ago. So this is a huge no, test for Harry. I don't, I don't think he is, and I. Oh, look, I don't know. Look, we're not uh, we're not being paid to do that job. <laughs> so I'm presuming that they know they have their reasons why, and they see him in training and whatever else. So and there's a lot more to I, there's a lot more to picking players than just the match on a Saturday. So um, I think I, I think some of it is that he can. I think isn't some of it that he can cover the probably can cover all positions nearly, and therefore he's he's nearly too versatile for his own good. Yeah, this is the issue. Is I, that, that's the issue. We kind of said this over the last while that that Kieran Frawley is, is one of those players that is playing in so many different. You know, he's playing centre, he's playing out half, playing full back, full back, and yeah. he hasn't yeah. really had a hasn't Heard had one position. You know, whereas. Yeah, yeah. You bring in the likes to say Crow- Crowley in Monster. He either plays, you know, he plays plays out half. He can play a full back, but he's been let play full play out half where he should be. Yeah. Um, you yeah. Know, you so need to run, full... run games in that position. Yeah, it's the same. Like Rasborn was the same at Leinster. He kind of never really played. Might have got a game or two in the centre, but it's mainly been mm. out half. The the, the same mm-hmm. Harry. But look, we I want to we want to wish them the best of luck, and hopefully they'll they'll, they'll do it because they deserve. Um, they deserve to beat Clare Rochelle, to be honest. Like they, they really need that win. For, for it's lovely to hear that those good wishes from a Munster man, Tom. Thanks very much. Feck <laughs> off. It's <laughs> 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 the old Munster um, oh, and Speaking oh, of Munsters, um, how do you see them going this weekend? <laughs> well, look, they had a fantastic and amazing win uh, last weekend. Um Against exactly. Glasgow, some of their back play was superb. Their their handling has improved. Their game has improved, um, which is great to see. It's great for Irish rugby. Now we have three provinces playing a very similar stand, you know, kind of style that they were. We went out with good <laughs> ball and hand and attacking rugby, and uh, so like uh, I, we can't say anything, but it is good. It's good for our future. Um, some some amazing um. Like Munster have had um, a lot of lean years and a lot of time where they were playing just just horrible, horrible, horrible stuff. Um, no good to anybody. But in the last the last two or three years, have really, really come on. Uh, 
Dermal is that Dermal defense was was terrible at the weekend. Uh, you'd be really worried, Ooh, concerned about really that, bad. especially against a, a big French. Um, it'll more than likely is a big French pack. Uh, I haven't seen the team, the Bayern team, but France being French, being French, I'm sure it is loaded with the uh, size, and I'm sure they would have watched the video and seen the monsters. Uh, um, Defense, uh, mall defense last week was poor. They're missing a few players daily. Uh, Daupo, um, uh, Baron Aliega, who just started last week, is injured, and, and then they have Amahani Anuk and Klein. So that's a lot of serious injuries, you know, to be missing for this game. Front. Uh, but look, we, I hope they can do it. It's in Toma Park, so. They'll have the sixteenth mm-hmm. man, and uh, you know they're they're a tough team to beat down there. So let's let's. I hope. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think they'll do it. The, despite all those injuries, they've a very strong pack out, and yeah. you know it just shows you that Munster are developing serious strength and depth, particularly in the forwards. You're coming with the backs there. I, I'm really impressed with the way they're able to run the ball for a, a nearly a full new set of backs, and they're passing running the ball. Superbly so, but the rest yeah. of the crowd are what? But fair play to them. You have Crowell, like, Murray showed us Murray back again this weekend. Murray's going to yeah. start this weekend, so a bit of experience there. So I think that's in there to balance out some of the younger players in the back line that they have. But Crowley has a, an old head on young shoulders. He's, he seems to be, um, he just he's getting better and better and better. And people have a lot of respect. The players seem to respect him, and uh, that's a huge thing for a, ten, a young ten to get to have that respect from players. I think, uh, well, look, I, I want to wish them the best of luck. I think, I think Ulster have a, a tough, tough, tough one, which is batter, batter on fire at the moment. Batter going very well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of money spent. <laughs> as, uh, Hell of a lot of money. And our friend, uh, what's it called from? Van uh, Graham. <laughs> Van Graham. Yeah. Johan, and he's got his lovely uh, war chest there to start the season. And, but I think that's a really, really tough one. Most are also haven't been playing well. They got beaten at the weekend there again. So uh, I don't know what to make of them. I think it'll be their. That's in bat. Raven Hill, is it? I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think their coach will have a, a lot of time left on his contract if because uh, they haven't really. They seem to be at a. They seem to rise and then they go to a plateau and then they have. They don't really seem to go beyond. They haven't seen for the players that they have. You know, sometimes they play really well, but they just seem to fall at the last hurdle. I don't know. They're just missing something up there. It'd be interesting to see. Does Kitsoff make much of a difference? He's starting, or is he in the subs? He's starting, but it's his first game anyway, and he will. He will because they have a fairly strong pack, particularly if he's good part of the game. So that'll be interesting to see the pack go. They have a very good pack out. That Euros yeah. fella that's come over from Exeter, he's Zimbabwean. He's a hell of a player. He's he's old, he's thirty five, but he's 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 a great catch for them as well. So well, they have like the stars in the like back, but they're not doing it, Tommy. You're right; they're just not doing it, and they have they have potentially stars, game breakers in the backs, but they're just not putting putting it together. No, it's um, it's a really odd one. Um, but that's a look. It's a pity because if we if we, if Ulster if Ulster started if Ulster could just play a little bit more like the other three provinces are, are kind of putting their you know to just play they're reliant on that on that big pack you know they get an awful lot of mall tries yeah, um, yeah. you know that young lad the new the hookers uh, has scored uh, is, I think he scored two in the last game um, 
Like, I presume he's subbing tomorrow, is he? Is it sure to start again? I think anyway, but that chap is probably subbing, is he? Yeah. Only the, oh, it's the proper thing of that. The proper the man scored a couple. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, they're, I don't know. They're just missing something. And um, because they have the players, they have mm. the players up. They have players. Yeah, yeah. And they, they seem to, and they have, they have a couple of young forwards coming through. Like, for, from I, like we're all take this on the Irish, but I mean, we all have our, a bit of crack over who cheering on teams or whatever but I mean, at the end of the day it's to get the oh, four yeah. provinces keep the four provinces firing with our own homegrown players is the most important thing it's hugely it's important, important yeah. you know we have to yeah. keep it up and six and eight the uh, I didn't see that I think the, the summer the, the internationals came out this week I think for the summer is it the summer internationals they're yeah they're going to South Africa going to South Africa mm-hmm. yeah yeah so I mean like there's tours coming up. There's the Six Nations coming up, so we want to see them. We want to win the Six Nations again. We want to go and win the Grand Slam. You know, mm-hmm. we deserve it. We absolutely oh, deserve interesting it. first match away to in Marseille against France this year. So I'm planning to go over to that. It'll be an interesting change of a, a venue. Where's that, Paddy? It's the, the French match because they're getting ready to start a France for the for the Olympics. The, oh, the yeah. Ireland are playing France in Marseille on oh. is it the fourth February. But uh, that should be that should be interesting. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a bit of, that'd be a good one to go to Paddy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have her go. <laughs> very good, very good. good uh, lads, enjoy the weekend. These are all quite this weekend, which is good to get a chance to watch some of those Champions Cup games on the telly, uh, including tonight. Uh, thanks a million to Paddy Brown, Tom Crowley, and James Blanchfield joined us earlier on the podcast as well. Um, we'll talk to you all. Next week, have a good one. Try the rugby. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.